Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Friends, hello, pro-life leader Frank Pavone here, director of Priests for Life. Welcome to our time of prayer and scripture reflection. We're going to delve into the word, place ourselves in the presence of God, and we welcome your prayer intentions too. Please uh, provide those for us in the comments if you wish. Let's pray in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, on this day in which so many Christians pray, for those who have gone before us from this life. We ask you to keep us focused on our goal of eternal salvation. Keep us focused on our relationship with you and keep us aware that love is stronger than death. We commend the souls of all the faithful departed into your hands and we rejoice in the triumph of Christ Jesus over the curse of death. We ask you to, in his name, enable us to proclaim life and to build a culture of life. Through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. A reading from the Gospel of John. Jesus said to the crowds, Everything that the Father gives me will come to me, and I will not reject anyone who comes to me, because I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of the one who sent me. And this is the will of the one who sent me, that I should not lose anything of what he gave me, but that I should raise it on the last day. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who sees the Son and believes in him may have eternal life, and I shall raise him on the last day. This is another way of saying, isn't it, what he says several chapters later in the Gospel of John about his mission. Jesus said, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Well, the full means not only the fullness of our human life here on earth, but the fullness of life forever by sharing the divine nature, the fullness of eternal life. He's all about life. Now, he gives us in our freedom the ability to reject life, but he wants us to choose life. Eternal life, and of course, its necessary underlying condition, physical life here on this earth. While we're living that physical human life, we, we take hold by faith of this eternal supernatural life. Jesus emphasizes here that he wants all to come to this gift. Some will lose it through their own choice, but he wants all to come to this gift, that I should lose nothing of what he gave me. The church prays today for all those who have died. Some Christians wonder why we would pray for those who have died, but it's because love is stronger than death. Christ is stronger than death. Jesus abolished death. He now lives forevermore, and death has no more power over him. These are all biblical truths. So if that's true, why would we stop loving people after they die, and why would we stop praying for them if they are in Christ and 
Christ is alive and they are alive in Him and death has no more power. We give give death too much power. We give death too much credit if we think that it destroys the bonds of love that we or that Christ Himself has for those who have been called from this life. And brothers and sisters, as we do so, we recognize that this is a day that will make a lot of people wonder about the fate of their aborted children. And in the Gospel of Life encyclical that John Paul II wrote, he addresses a word directly to those who have had abortions. And he says, with sure hope, with sure hope, you can commend your child to the Lord. Friends, there are many listening now and there are many that we minister to each day. I do so in my role as pastoral director of Rachel's Vineyard and of Silent No More. Many we minister to each day who have suffered the devastating effects of abortion and wonder about their aborted child. One of the healing moments of our powerful Rachel's Vineyard retreats are those moments when the the mom, the dad if he's there, the grandparents, other relatives commend their child to the Lord and then Imagine the Lord bringing their child back to them in the joy of heaven, which we can look forward to one day. The Lord giving that child back to them. I, it is the will of my Father, he says, that I should lose nothing of what you gave me. The mother has suffered a great loss. The father has suffered. The family has suffered a great loss in the abortion of that child. What happens next? Many wonder. Well, we know that the Lord has told us we need to be baptized to enter the kingdom of God. And so for what we know to do in this life, we want to bring as many to baptism as we can. This is one of the evils of abortion, that it deprives that child of the opportunity to be baptized. But that doesn't mean God stops loving that child. We might end up by our misguided choice depriving that child of the opportunity of baptism, but we can't stop God from loving that child and from saying what he says in this reading, it is the will of my father that I should lose nothing of what he gave me. Is not God loving that child even more than we are and is he not capable of saving that child? Of course he is. We just don't know the details of how he does that. We don't need to know the details. We just need to trust in him. And that's our pastoral approach to those who are wrestling with this question. What happened to my child after the child died from abortion? Commend that child to the Lord. Just as we do today for all those who have died in Christ with baptism, we can pray for those who have died without baptism and say, Lord, you love them even more than we do. Please take care of them. And then we have peace in our souls because we trust in the love that God has for the child. If God didn't love the child, if God didn't love us, he wouldn't have given us the child in the first place. That child came from the love of God. That child existed for a time in the womb precisely as a sign of the love God has for that child. That love doesn't stop because of the abortion. The abortion has no power to stop God from loving that child. And so should it not have any power to stop us from trusting God for that child. That's the message today. Now, one of the ways that we show 
and claim the personhood of each one of these children and the love God has for them and the love we have for them is to name them. Right? Have you ever met somebody and said, oh, you introduce yourself to them and say, hey, oh, hi, my name is Frank, my name is John. Uh, and they say, oh, hello, good to meet you, John. I don't have a name. That ever happened to you? You ever meet such a person? Every person has a name. Every person deserves a name. It corresponds to their dignity as persons. This, this, this table doesn't have a name. I might fool around to give it a name, but I'm fooling around. A person has a name. And brothers and sisters, these children who have died from abortion by the tens of millions, many of them have been named, but many of them, I would say most of them, have not. Because we have countless instances in which their moms never went, God never got to the point of repentance, sadly, never went through healing like we have on Rachel's Vineyard, where they're also able to name that child and write a letter to that child. Too many of these children have been abandoned, killed by abortion, and then forgotten. Well, we want to remember them. They might not be our child. Most of the time, of course, they're not. But pro-life people have been naming these children. I wanted to let you know about a website called namethechildren.org. It's one of our projects. And I want to invite you to go there and give a name to an aborted child. There are plenty to go around, unfortunately, tens of millions. Name the child. The name and the giving of a name reminds us of what the Lord says in Psalm 27 Though mother and father forsake me, the Lord will receive me. That, that again corresponds to this gospel passage. Though even mother and father may forsake me. A scenario that the Lord said in another passage in Isaiah was almost unthinkable even to him. Can a mother forget her own child? Be without tenderness for the child of her womb? Even should she forget, I will never forget you. The Lord remembers these children. The Lord loves these children more than we do. The Lord names these children. We can give them a name too. Let's do that. Namethechildren.org A way of claiming in the body of Christ the truth of these words of Jesus. It is the will of the one who sent me that I should lose nothing of what he gave me. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that you gave us the children in the womb. We thank you, Lord, for those who lived but a short, short time in this world and were killed by violence. Lord, we mourn their deaths. We mourn this violence. We oppose this violence. But we ask you, Lord, to once again speak to our hearts and minds and souls that love is stronger than death, that life is stronger than death, that Christ is stronger than death. And in that conviction, Lord God, we commend to you all the children who have been killed by abortion. Receive them into your hands. Bring them to your endless happiness. And Lord God, we pray in union with the whole church today for all those who have died at any age. Lord God, show forth your salvation in them and bring us quickly to the day when we will all be reunited around your throne and as your book of Revelation says, death, death will be no more. 
nor will there be any crying out or pain. For the former things have passed away. Behold, says the Lord, I make all things new. Bring us to that day, Lord God, safely and quickly. And we pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Well, friends, thank you. Spread the word about our time of prayer and scripture so that others can join us too, and be assured of our prayers for you. We'll speak to you tomorrow. Hello, this is Father David Begany, one of the many members of Priests for Life. This organization is one of the largest and most visible pro-life ministries in the world. Priest, the Priest for Life team relies on your financial support to be able to do its work, produce its programs, and travel the world to advocate for the unborn. May I ask you to support Priest for Life generously? Go today to ProLifeGift.org and give us as generous a gift as you can. Thank you for your kindness and be assured of our prayers for you every day. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.